0: and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life.
1: This is my Bible. It is the Word of God and it is the will of God for my life. I am who the Word says I am. I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. I'm where the Word says I am. Seated right now in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in the place of authority dominion and power I have what the Word says I have. All the blessings of Abraham are mine. And I can do what the Word says I can do. I can do all things through Christ who gives me the strength. Today my mind is alert. My spirit is receptive. As I am taught the Word of God, my life is changed for the better. And I will never be the same again. Amen amen you may be seated we're going to begin this morning in james chapter 1 and i want to encourage you to not get bored with me just because you've heard this material before of course you've heard this material before because there isn't any new bible being written tell your neighbor "If if it's new it's a lie tell tell the neighbor on the other side if it's new it's a lie So this week we are focusing our study on confession, specifically how confession brings possession. In our 2019 Holy Week revival, The Law of Faith, we talked about six big hindrances to faith. And number six on that list was a lack of understanding that we are to hold fast to our confession of faith. This morning as we begin our 2021 Holy Week revival, on confession brings possession i want to go back over that sixth big hindrance to faith a lack of understanding that we are to hold fast to our confession of faith let me say it again the sixth big hindrance to faith is a lack of understanding that we are to hold fast to our confession of faith now look it's easy to hold fast to your confession of faith when everything is going hunky-dory. The challenge is to hold fast to your confession of faith when the circumstances of life are not lining up with the Word of God in your life. So a big hindrance to faith is a lack of understanding that we are to hold fast to our confession of faith. And as we begin this morning, may I begin with this suggestion, just act on the Word of God. Just act on the Word of God. Don't even try to have faith. Just act on the Word of God. Just take action on the Word of God. I'm coming to the conclusion that James 1.22 is the most important verse in the New Testament for the believer. For the believer. James 1.22 But be ye doers of the Word and not hearers only, deceiving or deluding your own selves. The NIV says, "Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves, do what it says." Whenever we see train wrecks in the lives of believers, I mentioned one before the message, not marrying well. How about uh not being productive in life, not not having a job, how about not saving money? I mean, How about not guiding and training and teaching your children? In other words, whenever we see train wrecks in the lives of believers, now when we see train wrecks in the lives of unbelievers, we know, well, it's a sinful lifestyle. But why do we see so much destruction in the lives of believers? And of course, people don't want to admit this. They want to blame the devil. They want to blame karma. They want to blame fate the reason we have so much wreckage in the lives of God's people is they're not taking action on the word of God. I don't know if you've figured out but children don't raise themselves. Uh, and, and I don't know if you've figured this out they, they have to be made to obey. You know you, you want to cross the street with a three year old and you insist they hold your hand what what does every three-year-old on the planet want to do they want to let loose your hand and they want to run but you know what they don't know it's dangerous and so you you keep a hand on them amen and uh same thing is true you know you just don't let a 12 year old roam the mall by themselves it's it's morally dangerous amen And you don't send your little precious blessing down to the school to be lectured by a transvestite drag queen. Amen. 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 You know, and listen, I know that was a great testimony, but too many of God's people want to learn how to use faith for prosperity, but they don't want to be a doer of the Word of God in their families. God's not going to honor that. Amen. The number one purpose for prosperity is not for you to buy a boat. The number one purpose for prosperity is so you can guide and train your children. Amen? Amen. Well, I got off on marriage, then I got off on child rearing. Let's get back to the point this week. Confession. Confession brings possession. And confession is not the only way we can take action on the Word of God and release our faith But confession is one way we can take action on the Word of God and release our faith. Say it out loud confession Confession. is not the only way we can take action on the Word of God God. and release our faith, but confession is one way we can take action on the the Word of God and release our faith. And many of God's people are experiencing failure in life because of a lack of understanding that we are to hold fast to our confession and faith. Now, we don't have time to go through all the verses that teach this in the New Testament, but let me give you two. Hebrews 4.14, Hebrews 4.14, "...seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession." The word, the Greek word there is homologia. Let us hold fast our profession or let us hold fast our confession. And that word homologia means to say the same thing. So I've got to discipline myself to say what God says. Now look, when we teach things like this, people who have not been taught the Word of God, people who have not been taught the Bible... They may come in and they think we're teaching some, you know, strange or obscure or some super spiritual principle from the word of God. No, we're not. You know, even at my age, I was telling Sue one day this week, the oddest things come to my recollection from my childhood education in public schools. I mean, they taught us stuff. It's funny how just things come to your remembrance that you were taught. But if you think about the, what education used to be, education used to be teaching children the way God made stuff. Amen. I mean, it is the way it is. I mean, I, I don't care what the government says, two plus two equals four. Amen. And so, whether it was geometry or algebra, or ge- geography, astronomy, the, the stars, not astrology, astronomy. In other words, you went to school and you learned the way it was. Right. You learned facts about the way God made things. Do you understand? Yes. Six times six is 36, and that's just the way it is. I don't care how you feel about it. Do you understand? But now they don't do that. Now they teach, they don't teach facts. They teach what they wish the world was. Their peanut brain thinking about the way the world ought to be according to them. But if you stop and think about something like confession, this is not some super duper spiritual hidden secret principle that only a few full gospel people know about. Amen. This is the way God made the earth. Amen. When we talk about saving money, last Sunday when we talk about tithing, th- these this is just the way God created the earth. It's called seed time and harvest. It's called sowing and reaping. Do you understand? So if I look around and I see new faces. We're not teaching anything that is some hidden secret whatever. This is the way God made the earth. The story of the centurion. Jesus himself said he had not seen, he had not encountered, he had not come across such great faith as the faith of the centurion. The centurion was not even a descendant of Abraham. He was not Jewish. He was not under the covenant. He was not a child of God in those days. But he understood authority. The centurion said, just say the word and my servant will be healed. What are we talking about? Confession. Just say the word. He said, I am a man under authority and I'm a man of authority. A centurion was a Roman officer who commanded a hundred men and he said I say to this one go and he goes and I say to that one come and he comes see he was talking about confession he was talking about authority this is the way God made the earth so when we study something like confession this is not some uh, super duper secret full gospel principle that only a handful of people know about this is the way God made the earth anybody here have a dog let me see your hand if you have a dog by and by does that dog know its name talk to me by and by does that dog know its name by and by will that dog come when you call it okay so what method did you use to teach the dog those things talk to me what method did you use to teach the dog those things now with a cat forget about it but with a dog <laughs> with a dog with a dog over time over time they learn their name how do you how do you teach that dog its name confession you're saying you're saying the same thing over and over and over how, how do you train that dog to come when you call it over time confession see god built principles into this earth And if we are smart enough to understand the principles God built into this earth, we can make those principles work for us, Amen. and not allow those principles to work against us. Hebrews ten twenty three Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he that prom- for he is faithful to promise. So now we find out not only are we to hold fast to our confession. Not only are we to say the same thing God says, but we are to do so without wavering. Now why why would the writer of the book of Hebrews, probably Paul, most likely Paul say that we have got to discipline ourselves to say the same thing without wavering unless there were going to be opportunities to waver? And why would he say hold fast unless it were possible to let it slip through our hands? SO IT'S A DISCIPLINE, AND I THINK IN MY OWN WAY OF THINKING IT'S A BIGGER DISCIPLINE TODAY THAN IT'S EVER BEEN BECAUSE WE ARE BOMBARDED NONSTOP WITH THE MEDIA AND MOVIES AND TV AND THE the NEWS AND uh, SMARTPHONES AND ALL OF IT. SO IT IS A CHALLENGE AND A DISCIPLINE TO STAY WITH GOD AND SAY WHAT GOD SAYS. NOW I SEE A LOT OF NEW FACES, LET ME deal, DEAL WITH SOMETHING ELSE when you begin to do this people misunderstand and they'll they'll call you names they'll say well he's arrogant she's arrogant I remember when I started down this road it was 1989 I mean we were not making it we were tithers I was faithful to Sue Sue was faithful to me we were in the ministry we were doing God's work we were winning people to Jesus we were doing missions all the time but we were making it and I realized I had to change And so I got got onto this and we battened down the hatches and I helped Sue and Sue helped me and the kids in the back seat helped us both. And we just began to take charge of the words coming out of our mouth. And we began to say things like all of our needs are met. Now think about this, in those days, I know this is hard to relate to, but in those days the way we prayed over our food when we ate out was this way. We'd say, Father God, thank you that we have enough to eat where we want, when we want, and pay cash. That is, that, I mean, I'm telling you, like John Osteen used to say, we weren't at the bottom of the barrel, we were under the barrel. I mean, we started like, talk about starting from scratch. I mean, we were believing God to be able to eat out. That's where we began. But we began saying, all of our needs are met. And people would say, well, you know, they they'd call you names. And, and then we graduated. We went to hear Kenneth Hagin at a winter Bible seminar. I mean, we, man, we were just getting Philippians 4.19 down. All of our needs are met. I mean, that was a big thing just to, get, to force that to come out of our mouths because all of our needs were not met. And when you begin to do this, Satan will challenge you. Listen, if you're living your life and Satan's not challenging you, challenging you, you're not doing Christianity correctly. And he'll begin to challenge you and he'll tell you you're a lion. You, you know you're lying. You, you all your needs aren't met. Uh, how, can I, how can I lie if I'm saying what God says about my life? Amen. And we got to where we were surviving. But then we went up there to winter Bible seminar, and there were a few years. He had come out of the warehouse before they, Ken Jr. built the church and we were in the gymnasium and there was a bank of phones. You can't relate to this now with cell phones, but there was a bank of pay phones at the back and I called the office and was getting messages and the service had started and I heard Kenneth Hagin say these words, you have to be careful about Philippians 4.19. And man, he riveted my attention and he said, because you can get stuck there. And that's all he said. And so I had to go do my own homework. See, a lot of y'all want me to do all your homework for you. I don't know the word that covers everybody's situation so i had to come back to arlington texas and i had to do my own homework and that's where i came across all these favorite verses of mine second corinthians 9 11 especially you'll be made rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us your generosity will result in thanksgiving to god so then then we went from saying all of our needs are met to saying we're being made rich and people react people have a problem people don't like you pulling ahead of them People don't like, people don't like you passing them on the track of life. So you, you have a fundamental decision to make on Palm Sunday, 2021, Faith Christian Center Family. Do you want what God says about your life or are you trying to make your neighbor happy? Come on. Amen. Amen. And so we began to say what God said about our lives and it didn't happen in a a day it didn't happen in a week it didn't happen in a month it took time it took time see real faith is a child of the knowledge of the word of god real faith is a child of the knowledge of the word of god you cannot believe god any further than your knowledge of the Word of God. And this generation, forgive me, pardon me, I'm going to be blunt, but this generation is ignorant of the Bible. Amen. But you cannot believe God any further than your knowledge of the Word of God. Our faith keeps pace with our confession of the Word of God. Our faith is based on the Word of God, and our faith keeps pace with our confession of the Word of God. Now look at Romans 10.10 and I'm going to show you something about salvation. Romans 10.10, for with the heart man believeth unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Because we receive everything from God including salvation by faith it's true that with the heart man believeth unto righteousness And with the mouth, confession is made unto. So hold fast, bless God, to the right confession. For with the heart, man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. Now, back up at I 30, I used to call this the process of faith. We believe with our heart, and then we confess with our mouth. Say it out loud we believe with our heart, and then we confess with our mouth. And confession is not the only way we can take action on the Word of God and release our faith, but confession is one way we can take action on the Word of God and release our faith. And if this is powerful enough to get you saved, it's powerful enough to get you healed. If this is powerful enough to get you saved, it's powerful enough to get all of your needs met. With the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. And with the mouth, confession is made unto healing and with the mouth confession is made unto success prosperity and abundance and with the mouth confession is made unto whatsoever you desire now let me go back because I see a lot of new faces you have to understand where Sue and I came from yes we studied our great fathers of the faith yes yes we came up in the tradition of full gospel faith but you have to understand where else we came from Because when my father cut me off, and I had to pay my own way in Bible school, I got a job outside sales selling cookware. And the owner of the company handed me books by Napoleon Hill, a book by W. Clement Stone, and then he would feed me, he would feed me Zig Ziglar tapes. And so my first assignment was Harrison, Arkansas. And I would get in the car on Friday afternoon, and I would drive from Springfield, Missouri down to Harrison, Arkansas, and I'd listen to Zig Ziglar all the way. And then between appointments, I was listening to Zig Ziglar, and then on the way back Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, I'd listen to Zig Ziglar all the way back. See, I have come from a generation where people would go to seminars. They were called positive motivational seminars, and unsaved people by the tens of thousands used to fill coliseums and they would listen to people like ira hayes and zig ziglar and these other folks robert schuler and others and they would go there unsaved people to find out how to have a positive mental attitude so they could make more money for their families those days are gone Now, everybody just wants to know what Tony Fauci is belching out of his uh, wicked heart. Right. The culture has not just changed. That's right. It has gone to hell because people seem no longer to be interested in how they can be more productive by having a positive mental attitude all they want to know now is how they can vote their neighbor's stuff into their pockets and mail in 25 or 30 ballots to do it Come on. Come on. Amen. but when I was a young man this stuff was everywhere and unsaved people, unsaved people would pay money and fill coliseums, tens of thousands of people to hear about what, what did I have to say, what did I have to believe, what did I have to do to make more money and to be a bigger success for my family? And now, now, all they're doing now is doing Zoom meetings on social justice warriorism and to me that's racism now let me let me go on another side journey if if i say to you fine folks that you're too dumb to get an id to vote that's racism if I say to you, fine folks, that you're too dumb to, to get a, an education and learn how to speak English and get a job and provide for yourselves, that's racism. That's right. Here at Faith Christian Center, you know, we believe in one race. You know what it's called? The human race. Amen. And here at Faith Christian Center, we believe that some of us have been out in the sun a little longer than others, but the bottom line is we are every one of us descendants of Adam and Eve. And we, here at Faith Christian Center, we believe that you have all the potential in the world, in your life, and if somebody can just teach you the principles, so that you can apply the right principles, you can go out into this world, and you can, by God, make a success out of your life. Are you hearing me? I don't understand all of it, but, you know, Sue buys all this organic stuff, and there's a container right now on the island in the kitchen, and there's all these uh, cherry tomatoes. And when I was a youngster, you know, uh, when my mom would go to A&P or whatever, you know, all the tomatoes were red. Well, now they're not all red. Now there's yellow ones and, and red ones and all these other colors and all that. That's the way I look at people, man, you know. In other, but they're all Tomatoes. <laughs> you understand okay but all that stuff they're doing right now in 2021 does not help anybody make more money or provide for their family or make a better living or pay off their house or be a better human being all it does is make people angry at each other And then they keep making, inventing new ways to be angry at each other because now you could walk into a grocery store and you might be the exact same color of somebody looking back at you but they're still screaming at you because you're not wearing 45 masks. So I'm just saying they're inventing ways to divide. That's what this culture is about. That's what they're doing. They're inventing ways to divide. Here at Faith Christian Center we are telling you the way God made the earth and the principles of God that are at work in the earth. And if you will take the time and trouble to discover the principles of God that are at work in the earth and make them work for you and not allow them to work against you, you will be a better husband, you will be a better father, you will be a better mother, you'll be a better wife, you'll be a better child, you'll be a better student, you'll be a better employee, you'll be a better business owner, you'll make more money, and you won't even know what to do with all the blessing of the Lord that will come upon you. Can somebody say amen? So, yeah. Yeah i'm totally old school i believe the bible i think america is the greatest nation on the planet i you know i believe i'm a man with the mouth confession is made unto salvation with the mouth confession is made unto healing with the mouth confession is made unto success prosperity and abundance with the mouth confession is made unto whatsoever you desire jesus said mark eleven twenty two to twenty four and Jesus answering saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, What things shall you desire? When you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. Whosoever shall say, Whosoever shall say, Whosoever shall say, whosoever shall say and shall not doubt in his heart 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 but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass but shall believe that those things which he sa- Why can't you have as much faith about your success? Why can't you have as much faith about your health and healing? Why can't you have as much faith about your husband's ability to make a a living as you do your faith in your ability to go down and uh, wherever they sell them now and get a, a brand new puppy and teach that puppy its name? I mean, shame on some of you women. You have more faith that you can train a dog than you can train your husband. Don't criticize him. Slap him in the butt on his way out and tell him, go out there and make me some money. Don't don't tell him what he can't do. Satan's already been telling him what he can't do. You don't need to tell, you know, why do you need to parrot the devil? He shall have whatsoever he saith. He shall have whatsoever he saith. He shall have, these are the words of Jesus, people. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Jesus said, He shall have whatsoever He saith. Tell your neighbor, Jesus said, He shall have whatsoever He saith. Tell the neighbor on the other side, Jesus said, He shall have whatsoever He saith. You see, believing God's word is measured by our acting on the word of God. And it's actually acting on God's Word that converts our believing God's Word, having mental assent that God's Word is true, into faith. Faith in God and faith in His Word. In Matthew seventeen twenty, Jesus said, if you have faith as a seed, you can say. If you have faith as a seed, you can say. If you have faith as a seed, you can say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you. Faith is acting on the Word of God, and our faith is measured by our confession of the Word of God. Let me run this by. Again, faith is measured by our confession of the Word of God. Believing God's Word is measured by our taking action on the Word of God. And confession is not the only way we can take action on the Word of God, but confession is one way we can take action on the Word of God. And our usefulness in the Lord's work is measured by our confession of the Word of God. We read that testimony. Sue read that testimony. There's an 18-year-old kid sat there up there at i-30 and heard that series of messages and that one in particular and he's still here and he's a millionaire and they're productive in the kingdom of god because of what he believed in his heart and because of what he confessed with his mouth but there were other 18 year olds at cathedral of praise in the same time frame and they're living in government housing and they've been divorced two and three times and they've got kids out of wedlock and, and uh, some of them are in prison. Totally 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 absolutely about what you believe and what you confess. Our usefulness in the Lord's work is measured by our confession of the Word of God. Christians who don't have the Word of God in their mouth are of very little usefulness in the kingdom of God. And they have very little value to the work of the Lord. Because sooner or later we become what we confess. I said sooner or later we become what we confess. So stop saying you're fat. You know, if you've got a picture of ginormous you on your refrigerator at home, take that thing down and get a picture of slim you. Amen. 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 And when you get on the scale, stop saying that it doesn't matter what I eat, I just pack it on. Because your body hears you. Oh, pastor, you don't believe that. (laughs) I absolutely do. How, How did... How did Noah call the animals to the ark? Now how he got the cats there, I have no idea. But how did did he call, how did he call? He used his authority as a human being. There is the confession of our hearts and there is the confession of our lips. And when the confession of our lips perfectly harmonizes with the confession of our hearts and these two confessions agree and confirm God's word, then we become mighty in our prayer life. The reason so many are defeated is because they have a negative confession. They're always saying what they're not. They're always talking about what they don't have. They're always talking about what they can't do. They're always talking about their weaknesses and their failures. They're always talking about their lack of money or their lack of ability or their lack of health. And now the big thing is their lack of opportunity. And invariably they go down to the level of their confession. I said, invariably they go down to the level of their confession. There is a spiritual law, friends, that few of us have recognized, and that is our confessions rule us. Did you get that? Our confessions rule us. You are what you say, and you can have what you say. Say it out loud. I am what I say, say. and I can have what I say let me give an example a quick example mark 5 mark 5 25 and a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all that she had and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse when she had heard of jesus came up in the press behind and touched his garment for she said for she said for she said if i may but touch his clothes i shall be whole for she said fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him and told him all the truth and said unto her, and he said unto her, daughter thy faith hath, hath made thee whole, go in peace and be whole of thy plague. Daughter thy faith hath made thee whole. Daughter thy faith hath made thee whole. Listen we sat there, the last Kenneth Hagin meeting we went to we sat there, I mean I loved him and I love his son, but it's a very cliquish thing. And so a lot of our friends were not there, and we're sitting there because the Hagans loved us. We're sitting up close. But, I mean, there were people around us, and, and they wouldn't shake our hand. And we go to dinner after, and Austin asked me, he said, he said, why do they treat you that way? And then he said, why aren't they making any progress? He said, you're, you're constantly upgrading automobiles, you're constantly upgrading jewelry, you're constantly upgrading your clothing. He said, you're constantly upgrading the church. But he said, I look at these people, they're not wearing anything new, they're not wearing new clothes, they're not wearing new jewelry. People that have been dating you know, forever, they're, they're not engaged, they're not married. The ones that are married, they're not having children. He said, there's no progress. He said, what's the difference? Well, here it is. You gotta take the word and you gotta run with it. Amen. Just because the word's working in somebody's life over there doesn't mean it's automatically gonna work in your life. You gotta take the word of God and you gotta make that word work for you. Amen. But I got good news this morning. God is no respecter of persons, and whatever whatever word somebody can make work in their life, you can make work in your life. That's right. But it's it's not just going to happen, man, and you can't vote for it. You can't send in 20 mail-in ballots and get it. You're going to have to take out. You're going to have to get up off of your blessed assurance and you are going to have to take action on the Word of God and you are going to have to make it happen in your life because Jesus said from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has been forcefully advancing and forceful men lay a hold of it. So so you got to be forceful about your faith, and you got to be forceful about what you believe, and you've got to be forceful and take a hold of your mouth. And not just blab out whatever you're afraid of. What she said was her faith speaking, and it came to pass. Listen to what I'm saying. She said, if I'll just touch his clothes, I'll be made whole. That was her faith speaking. And it came to pass. That was her faith speaking, and it came to pass. Shouted out loud five times, and it came to pass. Now, how many were there on that day, and they might have pressed in and they might have touched him and they didn't get healed? The disciple said, You see the crowd thronging you, and yet you say, Who touched me? How many were there that day they were in the crowd, they didn't get healed? How many were there that day and they thronged him and they didn't get healed? How many were there that day and they touched his garment and they didn't get healed? There's a mistaken notion and it's, it's not just in the churches it's in the culture and the politicians are parroting it and they're teaching it in every university in the land and that is you have a right to this and you have a right to that and you got a right to all this other stuff. Look the only thing you got a right to do is die. Anything else happens in your life you're going to have to do something about it to get it. You are what you say, and you can have what you say. One big hindrance of faith is a lack of understanding that we have to hold fast to our confession of faith. Real faith is a child of the knowledge of the Word of God, and faith keeps pace with our confession of the Word of God. You are what you say, and you can have what you say. think about what they're doing to children right now think about what they're doing to children right now they're giving them drugs to stop puberty and and even mr potato head president says that at age eight they're old enough to decide whether they're a boy or a girl So think about, think about how they're taking the principles of God and perverting them because you take an eight-year-old boy and you encourage an eight-year-old boy to say, I'm a girl, 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 I'm a girl. What are they doing? They're taking authority over, they're teaching that child to take authority over their own lives and confess what they're not. same thing on the other side it's just amazing to me and y'all are gonna be in hell quick anybody that makes one nickel off of this anybody that encourages this anybody that uses a child will burn in the fires of hell forever amen That's why you got to have more money to protect them. There's not a chance in hell one of my grandchildren would ever spend one day in a daycare. Now, y'all do what you want. Ain't going to happen. And if we had to sell our stuff, We just do whatever we had to do. But I don't have to sell my stuff, because I learned the secret. I can have what I say. And I say, all my needs are met. And all my needs are met. And I say, all my bills are paid. And all my bills are paid. And I say, I'm being made rich in every way, so I can be generous on every occasion. And I'm being made rich in every way, so I can be generous on every occasion. I mean, we need to make this stuff work for us and tell the government that's, that's not an assault rifle. That's a bean shooter. In other words, if, if a guy can say he's a girl and a girl can say she's a guy, I'm Swiss. So I don't owe any taxes. I identify right now as Swiss. So I don't owe any income taxes. See, in other words, they know it's nonsense because they they won't let you do it when it is inconvenient for them. I don't need a vaccine card because I identify it as having immunity. You see? In other words, it's all nonsense, but but they understand the principle of God more than God's own people. You, You can confuse a child. By having them say the wrong thing nonstop okay. because our words have power Amen. and our words have authority Amen. so let us wake up and realize Amen. the incredible gift god gave us Amen. and make it work for us yes. and not against us Amen the day we realized maybe Austin needed glasses. He was playing baseball. I think he was playing second baseman. And there was a pop-up, infield pop-up. And he's there, and he's got his glove, and he's got his mitt, and he's waiting for the ball to come down, and it missed the glove and hit him square in the noggin. And my wife, I could feel her. You know, she's she going to jump up. And go and comfort him. And I took hold of her and I sat her, you know why? Because I'm a guy. I took hold of her and I sat her back down. And I said, Stay where you are. Then I, then I stood up and I said, Shake it off, boy. Amen. Why did I do that? He's because he's a boy oh, mommy,
0: oh, mommy, oh, mommy.
1: No, that's not the result we want. Amen. So our our speech and our behavior has got to, got to line up with the, de, the desired result that we want. Yes. Do you understand? Yeah. No confusion to it. Amen. But you have to take the incredible gifts god gave us and learn them and exercise them and get the desired result
0: thank you for listening to this life-changing message to partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before 3400 or send an email to info at Remember to put God first in every area of your life because He loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.